Listener Production. It's like a tradie posting a view of their construction site with the caption, Office for the Day, from wherever you are right now. It's Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, the reviews are in... <gasps> And you will be very excited to hear that you... Well, which, for, for what? Because I saw The Last of Us is getting really good reviews, oh, yeah. but um, Velma, the new Scooby-Doo spin-off, is getting really poor reviews. Oh, okay. Well, our crumb bags are getting great reviews from okay. people. And uh, people around the office as well who are sampling them, you know, walking around going, oh, check me out. <laughs> How about that? But I'm talking about the reviews for your book, Eric the Awkward Orc. I was talking really? about it with Ollie Wards over the weekend, and he was like, oh, mate, it's my son Oscar's one of his favourite books. Belinda oh. was like, I've been reading it with Sophia as well. Side note, Belinda's favourite line is, any awkward orc would. Right? As any awkward orc would. Exactly. But Great. I'm glad because I think it's my favorite as well. So thank you, Belle. All of these adults don't mean anything. Okay. <laughs> you gotta you gotta talk to the people who are on the front line reading this thing. All mm-hmm. right. So let's hear now from one of your biggest fans, Sophia O'Kine. I like Eric the Orc. What's your favorite part? I like all the pages. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Every page she likes, mate. That is incredible. Big fan. Well, thank you, Sophia. Thank you to anyone who has read Eric the Awkward Orc, which I got a pretty cool DM slide the other day from Booktopia saying it's on the list for Australia's favourite book. So what? you want to go to Booktopia and um, vote for it, I could maybe get in the thing. So, yeah, sorry for shamelessly har- harnessing the power of the all-day breakfast audience. But that would be oh, really mate. delightful if you did. That'll oh, really yeah. make my year. Have our boys back. Go on, get online and give it a vote. It'd be muchly appreciated. We want to see more tales about this awkward orc. But yeah, there's also- a link, link in my Insta bio if you want to get that one. But otherwise, just sit back and relax and listen to this episode of All Day Breakfast, which, Matt, is quite a big one, actually. Yeah, that's right. We've got it. We, we let the... The uh, segment career enders go for a while, didn't we? But um... it's never far from the door because I, I, I just I throw a question out to you, and oh, of course you have a career-ending story <laughs> as a result. So uh, that's we've sort of brought that back for today's episode. There's a theme to it. We've also got mailbag as always with a very very funny caller. Uh, jump right in, hey, let's do it. This is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. I hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Now, Matthew, we've heard all about your career enders when it comes to um, stuff ups that you made in the workplace. Mm, I've made um, a couple. Have you had any, have you had any instances of um, ending your career before it began? Like sort of job interview enders? Or like audition enders? Have I, wait, have I not told you about the the call to the casting director? I remember, you, I, I I remember not, the text you sent to Jojo, the star of Aquamarine. No, no, dude. Oh, this is the worst. Man, this is... Sometimes I look back on some of the mistakes I've made. I just curse my stupidity so much. So, like, okay, picture me. Young, this is so just good moved... Because- I've got a story to tell, but and I didn't know what I, Matt would say when I told him. I just thought, no, I'll ask you first, please, please. Why continue. have I have have you? You don't have a story about me. No, not about you, about someone else. But I thought, great. 
It's a job interview story. <laughs> okay, so look, get this, get this. I'm doing an audition yep. for, I can't remember what it was. I think it was for some new channel that was out on Foxtel or something like that, Ooh. right? Just, I think. I just, to be that, like just, a, the face of that channel or something? Sort of, like to do a series of ads to promote the, you know, the things that are going on that channel. So anyway, that's, uh, that's be what the, I think the Danny it was. Clayton of Channel V to something else. It was so, so me and, me and two other people are in this callback audition, Ooh, right? This is getting big. So uh, the callback is, you know, you do your initial audition. They say, hey, we want to see you again. Um, you know, the first audition is usually by yourself. If it's a group thing, then they go, okay, well, let's come back with the other people who we're thinking of. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, me and two other people in this, in this audition, right? We do the audition. It's great. Everyone loves it. Okay. And are you like, there's multiple of you, but only one of you are getting the job? No, all three, they're choosing three people for this job. And I'm auditioning with three people, right? Me and two others. Okay. So you're okay? as a three going yeah, as, as a trio. As the trio. In the callback, it's like, hey. This is what the trio might look like. You yep. guys do your thing. We all do it. We go home. Now, <clears throat> this is when your boy Disco goes full stupid mode. Okay? So, so the audition went well. You felt that you nailed the, the audition. The audition is on a Friday morning. All right? I've nailed it. Yep. I'm like, I feel good. Mm-hmm. I go home and start watching Entourage. Okay? Mm. Now, it's a Friday afternoon by this stage. I'm watching Entourage, episode Didn't after episode. Anything else to do that day? Nah, I was an unemployed actor. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. I'm watching Entourage, start having a few beers, Friday Arvos, TGIF, right? Yep. So yep. I'm sitting there watching, watching Entourage, having a few beers, okay? Start getting a little bit confident. Start seeing- Watching Ari Gold the way he talks to people. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my God. Watching... To get his client the best <laughs> acting gigs around. Watch, and then so suddenly I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? These casting directors, these directors, they're all just people. Yeah. And I'm a person. And there is no reason why I can't just conduct normal relationships with these people. You know, I just, I should be able to just talk to them the way that, that Ari Gold, you know, handles his business. <laughs> So I get on the phone. Right? I mean, I'm 22 years old at this point, right? There should you so you think there shouldn't be a power imbalance where I'm sort of yeah, like exactly, subservient. Exactly. Like, some why, am sniveling... I, why am I always begging for work? You know, I should be able to just chat to them and you know negotiate and talk to them, right? So I get on the phone. I, I look up the details of this casting director's number, and I call her office directly. Right now, she doesn't answer. But instead of just hanging up and realizing it's the stupidest thing ever. And potentially just by Monday, you'll just get a call. It's like, congratulations, you got the job. Yeah. I instead leave a long, rambling, drunk message just talking about how great it was doing the audition. Oh, it was so awesome. You know, I was just really feeling the vibe. It's so great, you know, being in Sydney, being able to work with you again. Like all this crap is there a point where you just you realize wait how long have i been talking (laughs) it was too long like it was way too long it was rambly i'm sure i was slurring it (laughs) anyways i finally i i don't get the call up i don't get the call back at all i don't get the Mm. job the ad finally comes on tv you know who does get the job the two other bloody people I auditioned with and some other random guy in the middle. I couldn't believe it. Did you, oh my did you then Lord. think at that moment, 
you know what? I maybe shouldn't have called him up. <laughs> yes! I was like, that was the wrong move. Oh, my God. Anyways, I'm very keen to hear your story relating to this, but I feel mm. we have, uh, we, we might have to do it after this break, yeah, it's, okay? Uh, Job interview. It's it's a it's a big job interview day here on All Day Breakfast. I'll I'll tell you what happened to my mate oh after my this. Are you having a good one? This is Matt and Alex. Well, Matthew, some races are over before they begin, and we just heard you fumbling out of the blocks uh, in your audition for a nice little Foxtel channel or something there. But I had a very funny story the other day from a friend talking about the worst job interviews. Now, they were going for a job at a pretty big firm, mm. okay? can't remember if it was the first or second interview, but they were very confident, really wanted the job, but also a little bit nervous when it was going in. <laughs> going into, you get to drive into this big thing, caught up ahead, they have parking there. It's like, yep, come along, buzz the gate, security will let you downstairs, park there, just come up to the lobby and um, we'll meet you there for the job interview. Now, I think they were going through a health kick at the time. And so <laughs> uh, we're on the protein shakes for breakfast, right? This particular morning, had the protein shake, wanted to be, you know, on and agile mm. for the interview. So also, you know, I got a bit of caffeine in the system, had a, had a big old coffee, big iced yeah. coffee too. And now they then explained to me that this was not the best idea when it comes to the digestive system. Yep. 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 These liquids, these shakes all have ways of messing with Cleaning the guts. Cleaning you out. Yeah. Unfortunately... It was just as they'd driven to the gate of the big building and got let in by security. Hey, I'm here for the interview. He's like, yep, just downstairs, thanks. Go through the gate. The gate closes behind them that the big moment arrives. Oh, no. And the DACs are stacked. <laughs> right. With a, um, with a deposit. What? Are they actually like... Yeah, they, they pooed their pants. Oh, no. Um, I mean, look, it happens. It, it happens. happens. It happens. The problem being security's message to the people. Yeah. The interviewee has arrived. They've just gone and parked. Mm -hmm. so, so evacuating right now is not an option because you're going to have to call security. Like, Actually, can you let me, <laughs> can you let me out of here? So <laughs> what they did was they went to the bathrooms, cleaned as best they could. Yep. And good. then forged ahead. With the interview, but in their own words, smelling like absolute oh, shit. You reckon? <laughs> yeah, didn't get the job. Oh no! But just had to sit there knowing what was happening. Talk Every to these whiff. people. Every whiff. Because you would be there just going, there. "Oh, I can't." Trying to be as formal as possible. It. Yeah, well, they I should have definitely just said, smell it. They should have said, "I just shat myself." <laughs> There's something was in a smoothie. No. No, we, we normalize incontinence, okay? <laughs> That's what we need to do. Yeah. I, All right? Oh, yeah. They should have said, I, this has happened. I have put I in my pants. I've yeah. cleaned it off in your toilets. I would be more comfortable changing my britches yes. and then coming back and giving you the interview, which I know I can do. 
Ex exactly. If you were a boss, I, and, I don't think that would have helped. I if, if 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 I was a boss and someone said that, I would have clapped. <laughs> I would have said, "Good on you for normalizing something that yeah. can happen to anyone." Yep. Bron, you're sh you sort of shaking your head at that. You would not do that. Um, no, <laughs> no, no. Wrong. What? 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 What's the wrong thing to do? Is to be smelling like shit and pretending like you're not smelling like shit. Yeah, but at least you that know. is that. That would be. I'd find that so much more weird than if yeah. you just said, "I've had an accident. It happens to everyone. I got to go." Then to just, I'd be like, they're going. I can't work with this person who apparently can't smell shit. <laughs> I think I would deny and then be like, do you guys smell something? What is that? Yeah. What is Oh, my that? God. I'm sorry. You try to gaslight your your potential employee. Do you guys smell like shit? Do you guys smell shit? <laughs> someone here, did someone here shit themselves? I'd, I'd immediately be like, this person... They're the worst type of person gone immediately out the door. You know, I, I'm like thinking about it. I would have probably gone in the family emergency. I've got to go. Like, quick, let me Absolutely. out. I'll go. Let's reschedule. Yeah. Mate, I just would have backed that car up through the emergency <laughs> gates like a bloody. James Bond escaping a film, <laughs> exactly. crashing the gates get down. <laughs> got to get out of here. Well, Alex Dyson, it is a Friday, and like we do every single week, we like to dip in to the mailbag. That is right, Matthew. And um, please get in touch no matter when you listen to an episode and uh, let us know if you've got a story that relates to anything, um, including Dean, who got in touch this week. And this is about the topic, when has a kid thrown you under the bus? Now, kids can be brutal, but I think this is one of the most savage childhood burns I have ever ever heard. So um, have a listen to this. Um, Dean says, I'm a casual primary school teacher. And one day in front of the class, a kid put up his hand while I was reading a story and asked, are you poor? <laughs> Me. Oh, why do you say that kid? Because your shoes look really bad. <laughs> Me. Well, no, I've got some money. Kid, buy new shoes then. <laughs> <laughs> Dean says, I was so triggered knowing I was working at the school the next day. I went out and bought new shoes to show him. No. Then on the playground, I saw him with his mates, called over to him and said, look, Mr. Dean's got money. And they all cheered, I think, out of pity. <laughs> that rang so high in the desperation like awards. Oh, man. Your Just shoes look so really bad. Despo to impress some like fourth grader, you know? Like, no, nah, no, nah, I got money. <laughs> Check it Beeline out. Beeline straight to the shoe shop afterwards. You could have just shined up the other ones, Dean. I'm sure of it, mate. <laughs> or better yet, back in the day, you know, it used to be little kids who were on the shoe shining booth. So you could just explain to them a little bit about that. Oh uh, yeah, get them working for their. For their breakfast. Ella said, hey guys, I know that Alex was miffed that Google doesn't know what he looks like, but it's not all bad. A quick Google search shows that Alex has a net worth of $15 million. 
yet matters the one with the pool. Well, well where is this, Alex well, Dyson? Ella, the good news is once, you know, they stuffed it up the first time, but I've got to say, Ella, this time <laughs> Google have absolutely nailed it. A decade <laughs> at the public broadcaster brought in the big bucks. Well, I tell you what, depends on which, which one you go for. Allfamousbirthday.com says Alex Dyson has a net worth of five mil. Networthpost.org. Mate, you got the 20 milli. No, it had nothing to do with the um, the days at the public broadcaster. It was all, I went big, I went hard on selling chicken nuggets that look like things. That's where I got the big bucks. So I got the 15 mil. Net worth post says you're worth 2 million. That was a very quick step down. <laughs> all wrong. All <laughs> overdoing it. <laughs> Overshooting that shot by a long way. It's just that crazy. one's going over the hoop and over the backboard into the grandstand behind. Yeah. Well, David Beckham shooting the penalty in what? Was it World Cup 88? Just way over the crossbar. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, damn. I can't remember what his name is. Roberto Baggio. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. I don't go. know who that is. <laughs> don't you? <laughs> well, he doesn't have a moody called Bend It Like Rabagio before. <laughs> I don't think it's quite in the uh, mainstream Baggio, zeitgeist. It's 1994. Anyways, uh, Johnny <laughs> got in touch with us as well with regards to Moana. Oh, Moana is stuck in my head 24-7. Matt's vocal performance during the Moana chat on Tuesday was absolutely exceptional. It calls me. Um, I have a four-year-old girl also, and every moment and song in Moana is engraved in my brain forever. And no one knows how far it goes. Not bad. Have you been getting the singing lessons recently? Mate, in the car every single day. Sophia's assigned a particular <laughs> song on the soundtrack to me that I have to perform by myself every time. <laughs> I, know, I know the whole rock rap. Well, let's, I'm just glad that the kid who reviewed Dean's shoes isn't reviewing your singing because <laughs> that would be brutal. Buy some more vocal cords. <laughs> That's it. And Elise also got in touch with us via an Instagram comment section, Alex Dyson. And uh, this was with regards to Aaron's suggestion that he loves eating the, uh, the, the paper wrapper of a... A muffin or mud cake. Um, <laughs> surely, Elise. surely one of the best calls we've ever done here at All Day Breakfast. <laughs> yeah, Elise, uh, you're here to, to fight Aaron's fight. Uh, I just I just feel like you guys clearly never grew up in an ingredients-only household. Um, <laughs> Explain an ingredients-only household. Oh, man. So I'm guessing you guys had snacks as kids that, like, came from a box. Like like rich people. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, one, I'll just tell you this. One time I was very hungry. I tried to eat a dry wheat bick. That's uh, that's that was my pantry look, for a while I, there. At I, least. Li I lived in a snack household. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, firstly, screw you. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. We we mum would make cupcakes. You don't buy them. Mum would make cupcakes, and then we would have them after school. But because it was like that was the only treat that you'd get. You eat the muffin, you savour the muffin or the cupcake, and then you suck on the paper, and then you chew the paper to prolong the joy of the cupcake <laughs> and your miserable life, and then you've eaten the paper. So, so, a long slice, so, yeah. so like other meals, you save the best till last, and you made sure, rather than getting it down first to fill the stomach and finish with oh. a cupcake, you'd finish by just chewing and swallowing paper. <laughs> Absolutely. You chew that bad boy right up like cud for a cow. <laughs> like... was, it, was it just you? 
No way. It was me and my three siblings. There's <laughs> actually, I think, or I don't want to throw one of my parents under the bus, but no, I feel like we would watch our mum. She would do what Matt, like a sensible person would do and scrape all the chalky off it and then you eat the crumbs. But, you know, we probably didn't have the dexterity or weren't allowed to have a knife. So we just shove the paper in our gobs and <laughs> chew it. But you said in your comment, Elise, there would be fights over who gets the paper. So if there was only yeah. a single cake and just paper, what, you'd yeah. have to like tear it and equal tears to see oh, who no, gets no. it? Oh, no, no. It was just, it would be like, who dares wins? Whoever's fastest gets it. <laughs> Just scrambling to grab the wrapper off each other. God knows what it was like on fish and chip night. <laughs> just everyone Absolute just chaos. shoving newspaper in their mouth, get all the salty bits off. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank- um, thanks very much, Elise. Really appreciate it. That pleasure. Um, yeah. Now just make sure you don't go bringing a mud cake around me or we might have to fight. <laughs> all right. We'll make sure to not have a muddy in the area. Cheers. We'll catch you later. Okay. Bye. Elise and her, and her fam getting that paper. Literally. That's it. And it brings us to the end of another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, that's right. You can always keep in touch with us at matt.and.alex. doesn't matter when you're listening. We always love hearing stories from you. So maybe do that over the weekend, which you are having right now. Depending on where you work. And when you're listening. (laughs) Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.